Tonight, there's a 15-year-old boy masturbating in Alaska that has caught my attention. School loans are being forgiven. And how Jewish is too Jewish. You decide all this and more on tonight's Brilliant Observations. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Brilliant observations. We have so much content happening today. So much. So much music. So much content. All of it. I don't know the last time we had this much stuff to talk about, honestly. We better get to it. We're probably not going to get to all of it, but that's okay. All right. Last week, literally the moment we stopped recording, like the very next morning, something happened that I wanted to discuss on this show. So, like, I've been waiting a week to talk about it. Then kick us off. Okay, we're going to talk about, first, how Jewish is too Jewish. Everyone who is Jewish, but not overly Jewish, in their head has a too Jewish limit as to who's too Jewish. So, like, I grew up in a synagogue that was, like, conservadox. And so... Are we going over the history of Judaism, or can we just get to why you felt this way? No, you don't need the history. Good. I'm just explaining to you that, like, I was, as a kid, surrounded by, like, conservative Jews and Orthodox Jews. John, and, like, you're getting three credits for this. I don't know what you're whining about. Mean Jew credits? Yes. College credits. This is a course. You're getting it. So, shush. How many Jew credits do I need before I get my hat? You know, I don't know how to say this nicely, so I'm just going to say it. If you don't have anything constructed to add, <laughs> wait until you do. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that. All right, Just wait so, until you do. You may not be able to. Oh, he's having cheddar sauce. Those are my favorite. I love that he tells me what's for dinner. Mm. Tonight's dinner update by Adam from Odd Dad Speaking Out. Speaking of too Jewish, let's eat pork sausages. Yeah, I don't no, know about um, that. Okay. So, so like, I'm, I consider myself a pretty Jewish individual, but, like, I don't practice too often, whatever. Anyway, I was dropping Isaac off at class, and he, it's, he goes to the JCC. Um, so many, if not, you know, probably most of the kids are Jewish as well. One of the other little kids came in and he had an older brother and the kids names. I can't, re- I guess I shouldn't say the kids names because I don't want them to figure yeah, out. All right. who it is. They were very, but let's just Jacob say they were like, do what Mallory said. Mallory said Jacob and Esau. Yeah. that It wasn't that far off from Jacob and Esau. It's they're very, they are, it's, it's, they're biblical names. So let's say it's like Adam and like. Does it even matter? Can we get to it the does, story? Because one of them it was matters. Because, <laughs> so no, but know. also like, but also like, some American Jews name their kids like Devorah and Avi and like things. It does matter. It matters. So, so I think the the I don't know what the mom does. I think the dad. If it mattered, maybe you should have wrote it down. I think the dad is a pediatrician. So anyway, so he's getting ready to leave, and he says, "Esau, Abba, see, Abba is running late." We're going to have to go. Come on. Come on, Esau, Esau. Achad shtayim shalosh. Let's go. Achad shtayim shalosh means one, two, three. So he's doing the countdown that every parent does, but he's doing it in Hebrew. The Hebrew words for mother and father are ima and abba. So he's referring to himself as abba. Abba Abba has to go. Achad shtayim shalosh. Let's go. And instantly my head went to, oh my God, he's so Jewish. But did you think too Jewish or so Jewish? What'd you think? I mean, I felt like that was too Jewish. Like, I felt like that was like, 
I mean, for for a family that is not orthodox and doesn't, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they keep kosher. But now, you know, you make all these assumptions based on this like casual Hebrew. I mean, it was like eight Hebrew words on like a two sentence thing. I just felt like really. I know you're at the JCC, but like, do you? And if you and if you are talking to your child like that at home, fine. But like, so I have my theory on what's too Jewish. I don't even know if I'm badly judging or goodly judging. I just I noticed myself thinking, oh, so Jewish, and you were turned off by it. Is that what you're a little? Saying? Yeah, I thought it was like unnecessary. Kind of like how Scott thinks it's unnecessary that my kids in ballet. Oh well, that's a diff. That's totally different. But and also wrong. But on the same scale of things, I feel like, personally, religion plays a super great role in people's lives while they are developing their sense of self, potentially, their morals, their ethics, their values. And then why don't we put that on a shelf and live our lives by a, I guess, book of or list of values, meaning be kind, do good, show love, those values. And when it's time to raise your kids, you can take that book down off the shelf and talk to your kids about being kind, yeah. doing good, and showing love. But, but this other isn't than even that, that. Like, why, like, I know that there are families that like to incorporate Hebrew, and there is a Hebrew day school that, like, if I sent Isaac there, I know that he would learn, he would be speaking probably fluent Hebrew because they don't go to Hebrew school because their bar mitzvah lessons are done, kind of, because they can already speak Hebrew. So... I know that there's a school that teaches them that. It's just that I don't know. I just felt like it's you were a, turned off. You were turned off by it. I just think you know. Okay, let's just let's just go one step further. Have you ever run into or had a normal conversation with an Orthodox or a modern Orthodox person? Like every other word is either a Hebrew or Yiddish word, or they're referring to an activity through the synagogue, through Chabad, through whatever Jewish thing that they're having it's like yeah i'm jewish it's a part of me but like and i even have social life surrounding the jcc but i don't count in hebrew i feel like i'm having one of those conversations right now oh yes because you're not a tribe member right i could see how all of this sounds that way to you Hmm. but i think the mental judging is just fine on this one i think you can just put it in the vault and and Close your eyes so that your eye roll isn't as visible when you do it. But I think that's all perfectly normal because you are living in this society where everybody doesn't count to three in Hebrew. And yeah, it's crazy, right? Okay, my I have a friend who was modern Orthodox. Every time a sentence came out of her mouth, it also ended with "Thank God" or "Thank Hashem." Oh, that's a it tough was like, one. We're going Hashem. to dinner if everything works out. Thank Hashem. Wasn't he one of the three Stooges? No, that was too, Shemp. Too, uh, right. That was Shep, Shep. Too Jewish or not too Jewish? This whole thing's too Jewish. All right. Even though I'm circumcised, this is all too Jewish. I definitely think that's for everybody to decide on their own, but there's no trouble. There's no problem with in your head, eye rolling and thinking, Lordy, what am I going to... Have you ever found someone to be too Jewish? And if so, what... What did they do that made you go, oh, God, oy vey? Uh, they started a podcast talking about, are you too Jewish? I wasn't asking you. Oh, sorry. Have I ever? I mean, no. I think I think I, no, I appre- you've never no. done that. Well, I appreciate the full spectrum, and I know where I fall on that spectrum, and I know where I'm comfortable on that spectrum, and I know where I'm uncomfortable, and I don't put myself in any of the positions where I would be uncomfortable. So 
I'm not really in a position. I just like I just was surprised that I was so judgy about it, and then I realized like I've done that I'm many a judgy times bitch. before. Yeah, and then I yeah. wonder if they're just like, oh my god, she's so secular because I don't do it. You know? Can you imagine the opposite where they're like, she's so not Jewish, but she's Jewish. She's almost. Never mind. I'm, I'm I don't think anybody's going to say about you that you're so not Jewish. I don't think anybody's going to. You're there's no jeopardy there. There's no there's that's not really that's not really an issue. I think you're I like, am turning into so Jewish though because like I've noticed as I'm aging, I'm turning into like a Jewish muppet. Like I noticed the pictures of me speaking in Austin, and I was like, I look cute, but like like a parody of someone's Aunt Sylvia. Like I'm like turning into like a fluffy, chubby forty year old like cuddly jewish doll all of those things sound delightful i Who, hope like, that's eats bagels not a complaint and goes oy vey honey all delightful things that you're telling me you're turning into they're all delightful <laughs> I, not one of them is negative so i support it if that's what's happening today i was talking to you jessica here's something i don't support we were having a conversation and i heard beep oh my god yeah you think beep. you're testy today the chinese water torture all day. It was so loud. Jessica's smoke detector was giving the low battery warning, and I was going to jump through the computer and yeah. kill her to stand on her dead body to reach the battery to yank it out of that detector. I spent the day as a human social experiment. Like, how long can you sit in front of a chirping smoke detector and not rip all your hair out? I mean, I did everything I could to, like, Avoid it. Like I went into my family room. I closed the door. I had music on. I was watching television for a while. Like it could not. It could not. Did they fix? Did you fix it? it? Yeah, Scott came home and fixed it right away. It's the worst. Ethan has been playing <sighs> across worst. from me in my office. Is Ethan's little Fortnite setup, and he was he had headphones on, and he was playing with a boy five towns over in his headphones. I heard beep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's somewhere. Oh my God. And I found, I lifted his earphone. It's in your head. He goes, yeah, it's at my friend's house. I said, does he not hear that? He said, no, he doesn't hear it. Stop it. How Is do you he not deaf? hear it? He, well, he's playing Fortnite, but his family so doesn't hear else. it. It was a month later that I still heard it. No. And I thought, these are sociopaths. I need to go to their home with a with a nine volt battery and that a is ladder. It's, it is it's true. I don't know how people can function. It started at four in the morning and it woke me up. I mean, like oh, I have been dealing with it all night and day. It's been driving me up a while. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Remember that scene in Office Space where it's like corporate accounts payable. Nina speaking. Just a moment. Corporate accounts payable. Nina speaking. Just a moment. Corporate account. I mean, and it's like just like a constant stream of. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. And then, but that's at least predictable what you're doing. This comes yeah. when you least expect it, when your nerves finally settle and you almost forget yeah. it's happening. It, it's there that it is one again. Extra, it's like that one extra second of peace. And what's worse, having that second off everything or not knowing which detector it is and racing around your house and forcing a different family member to stand in front of a different one and wait to see when it happens. I thought maybe I could take a broomstick and just shove it into my smoke detector. John would have done that, I bet you. I've already knocked one off the ceiling with a broom. But like, when you you do that... I didn't have a battery and that thing was beeping and I got up and I grabbed the broom. Like Joe DiMaggio, I knocked it right off of the ceiling. I'd rather die in a fire than listen to that goddamn thing beep every 13 seconds. It's the worst. Do you have home security, though? Like, mine is attached to my home security, 
So if you smash it, or even if you change the battery, the entire house alarm goes off, and you have to call Xfinity and tell them that you're not in a fire. See, I have a uh, my home security is this. Aye. Ew. Aye. <laughs> Golly. Aye. That's right. Um. All right. So, guys, my there's a 15 year old in Alaska masturbating right now, and I want to talk to you about it. And it's actually not happening right now because here's the story. Yeah. I know you've waited all week for this. I feel he, like I'm dreading it already. Just by ma- the word, I hate the word masturbation. Go ahead, though. Oh, I kind of like it. So, <sighs> a father busts into his kid's room and finds his 15 year old son masturbating. As you do. As you do. Who has? I mean, as I you mean, do. I'm, That's exactly right. I'm with right. John. As you do, it happens. Like it's not the most comfortable. I'm debating if it's worse if your mother or father catches you. It's bad, right? It's bad. So then. He, they mother father sit him down and they say no sexual activity before marriage son means no sexual activity at all you cannot touch yourself or anyone else till you are married promise me now that you will not masturbate again what, what does the kid do right what does the kid say okay yeah sure dad it's exactly what the kid says sure dad i i won't touch myself again all right dad goes downstairs gets on amazon prime Two days later, shows up at the house, video cameras for both his bedroom and his bathroom. That is disgusting. It makes you feel like a good parent right now, though, doesn't it? So these video cameras are installed no. in his house. No. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong, maybe. No. This is so wrong. So the, he installs the video cameras, and the kid is, like, incensed. But, Melissa, how could you possibly know that this is going on in Alaska? Well, this kid takes to the internet, goes on to Reddit to look for legal advice on what he could do because his parents are fucking crazy. What is going on with parenting? Okay, so I have a son who's 15 years old. Me too. And I had to tell him, son, when you're going to do this, lock the door because I, your mother, and definitely your sisters do not need to walk in on you in the middle of this. Not funny, not interesting, not not anything we want a part of. It happens. What? Okay? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, together and for him, I'm like, I understand why you do this. I get it. All right. Here's two things. Clean up after yourself. Ah, uh, that's another story altogether. All right. And number two, lock the door and everything is fine. I don't care. Okay. As a courtesy to us. Lock yeah, the door. Yeah, we don't need to come in. And I and then I will never forget this. My one daughter went to go upstairs to get him, and she she opens up the door, and she goes, oh, my God. And then she comes down, and she goes, you don't guess what he's doing up there. And I go, that's your fault. You know why? You didn't knock. Knock first. Ask if it's okay to come in. Oh because God, if you don't, if you knock, yeah. Well, he, he didn't lock the door again because I don't know what happened. I don't know what he was on the it internet was a, watching. He was in a hurry. He was in a hurry. Yeah, I you know, think sometimes. Jessica, it's horrifying. Sometimes the moment takes you into a place where you're not even paying attention. And apparently, and so I said to her, knock on the door for the love of everything holy. So, yeah, it's whack away, but keep it to yourself. It's perfectly healthy. It's perfectly normal. And for parents to shame a child in the way they did is really just despicable. It's the worst thing because that child is now going to grow up. With so many dysfunctions, right? Although the internet's kind of helping him, I've never thought think? I that would be helpful. From now on, he's the Italian, jer- uh, the Italian. He's the Alaska jerk off kid. 
Yeah, I don't know if he put his name on there. I just read the article. I didn't go on to Reddit to see what to see what he, what the response was and how it came out. But he went for legal help because he was looking to to file something or to to separate himself from his parents. So I mean, so he could touch himself. I mean, it's just. So what happens sh- at that point? Does someone knock at the door? Social services, sir. You have to remove the cameras from your son's bedroom. How do and the parents? Bathroom not see what they've done as creating child pornography. Ooh, oh, good point. I didn't even go there. I only, wow, I didn't even go there. I, I mm. They're literally watching their child get undressed and shower and go to the bathroom. It's got to be against the law. Some of the answers on Reddit, I believe, were um, there's nothing that's going to happen that's going to take the child out of the home, but there could be letters of, this is inappropriate um, activity for for parents to. There's a agreed upon level of privacy that each human should have, especially in these developmental years. Like, come on, you're you're really ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Yeah, and again, I question the father because first of all, he grew up, and I'm sure he didn't wait till marriage. I'm sure if you went into his bedroom with a black light, it would look like a zebra painting. I'm just saying that, you know, why try to put something on your kid that never happened to you? John, it's religion. Religion makes people fucking crazy. That makes them count in foreign languages. It makes them absolutely crazy. It makes them name their kids Esau. I mean, it does crazy, crazy things. You know, that kid's nickname in school is going to be Seesaw, right? It's got to be. If it was around me, I would name him Seesaw. You definitely don't want to name your kid after a biblical character who is sacrificed. I mean, that just seems like a really bad choice at the get-go. Again, not too many people would know, but just the name Esau. Esau. Any one of the names you just used are a crime. Exactly. Okay, I hear you. I I support you as well. I have a child this week who wished that she was sacrificed. Um, I made my daughter take the bus to school today because I had several... I, the Hara. I had several doctor's appointments, all pokey proddy in very uncomfortable places. And and I, I couldn't worry about I've driven them to and from school every day, their whole middle school, high school lives. And she lost her mind that oh. I can't believe you're doing this to me. Once again, I blame you. No, it's totally my fault. I said yes. to her, though, it was really funny. I said to her, look, in your life, you're going to have to overcome adversities. Can you name for me one adversity, something you've overcome? Because otherwise, I'm creating a monster. You have to learn to have coping skills. Like, you you need to cope, like, before you turn to things, coping things that are super bad. Well, here's the thing about children today, and because they're being treated like veal, they're driven to school and home, and so now they have to get on the bus. And the worst part about the bus is getting on the bus and walking past people and having the eyes just focus on you as you walk by. They're immediately looking you up and down to see what you're wearing you know, did you? is there a spot on your pants? And they're just giving you anything that they can judge you for. And, and what happens is you have to go through that hundreds and hundreds of times to get used to it and not care anymore. So now that you treat your children like veal and you don't take them there, they can't ride public transportation. Veal. veal. You think, you think, uh, yeah, you keep them in a box. And you, children are veal. Yes, I do. Yes. Protect. Well, I make them run a, three miles a week. <laughs> so they're definitely not real veal, but. Yes. Well, that's another. That's a question for a therapist of another subject. 
I know. I'll, I can't wait I'll to see what it. happens when they never exercise again because of the forced exercise you're doing. The forced now. family. Forced family, everything. Is this My father Melissa? used to make me ride a bicycle when I was a kid. He'd be like, get outside and ride your bike. It's a beautiful day. Throw me out. We weren't allowed in the house until the streetlights came on. I've never touched a bicycle since, since that. All right, we've already discussed I'm the worst parent, and I think I paid for it this week because I got stung by a bee. Oh, is that why you had to go to the doctor? No. So tell me the story of how the bee, how you came upon the bee and how the bee came upon you. So I was saying before when John shushed us and promised he was going to go live sooner, you can't take a nap. If it's not a Saturday or Sunday and and you, you know, you're up early with a sick dog or a kid, you, people judge you if you tell them you're taking a nap. They just do. They judge you. Oh, how nice for you. Don't have a full-time job. Oh, look, you've got the time to nap. Must be nice to be you. First of all, it is very nice to be me. Let me start <laughs> right there and say, I've got a great life and Let's fuck you clear. for judging fuck me. And I'm aware of it. And if sometimes I get up at 4.15 in the morning with a dog who's smacking himself around inside a crate and I can't get back to sleep or I'm worried about a vagina doctor appointment that I have later that day or something's going on with me. I'm awake and I get tired too, you know. Yes, it is wonderful to be you me. You are so defensive. A little. Vagina appointment? Whatever. So I sat down on the deck outside because lately the weather has been sublime. And I so. had 23 minutes before I had to go pick the kids up at school. So I sat down and I closed my eyes for a hot second listening to a podcast. And the next thing I know, some motherfucker lands on my arm and stings me. I don't know because my eyes were closed. Where did I was, you get it? I was nap adjacent. I don't know if I'm trying to get. It's Aww. this whole area over here. And it was so many days ago. It should be gone by now, but it itches so badly now. I'm just ripping apart myself. I mean, I made Ethan, when he didn't feel well, watch the Seinfeld episode where Jerry says, I haven't thrown up. I haven't vomited in 12 years, seven seven months, and 16 days. Like, he really remembered the last time he threw up. I don't, the last, what am I, eight years old? When's the last time you got stung by a bee? I don't remember. I have no idea. It was 1987. <laughs> it was a cloudy day. I was it sure. It was a cloudy were- day. I know exactly the time or place, when it happened. I know the entire situation. I'm still traumatized by it. It, The year actually was 2002. I was picking up Nathan from his little daycare. He was in a separate daycare than Emily because he could not behave. So (laughs) he started out with her, but we moved him. Different daycare. And I got out of my car. I walked over to the little school. They had a picnic bench, like a picnic table. And I could see that he was playing and I knew they were going to bring him over to me. So like I sat down on the picnic table. I saw a bee and I kind of like, you know, went like this, sat down, talked to the teachers for like a good five, 10 minutes. Isaac, Isaac, ha Nathan came over, <laughs> gave him a big hug, get him in the car, buckle him in, get in my car, sit down, put my seatbelt on, oh, no. start to car. drive down the, the driveway. coming from inside the house. <laughs> no. Start to drive down the highway and feel... A horrible stabbing in my rear end. So then I go, ah, and I'm driving, right? So I'm like wiggling in the car, see a bee fly out of my skirt, and then like (laughs) drive like a maniac down the rest of the driveway, get out of the car. Thank God I put it in park because that's how horrified I mean, it could have just kept going without me. 
put it in part, get out. And I'm, you know, like I have the dress is like the kind to the floor. So I'm like wiggling and like moving the dress. I see it fly away. And then I have to get back in the car and sit back on my ass and drive all the way home with this like welt. Oh, God, it hurts so bad. How about the fact that it hurts so oh, badly? Oh, my God, why? I mean, I was just like, it's what, like a God, burn. what did I do is to it, deserve Is it really you? that bad? On a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 6. 10. It's like a lightning strike. Like, I, would rather, like a... I would rather give birth. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> it hurts. It re- You know why? Because that pain eventually stops. Whereas, like, a bee sting is there for, like, two days of just pokong, pokong. Look, I gotta ask this question: Who pulled the stinger out? I don't know that there was a stinger to be pulled out. I don't you recall that ass? part. You mean of her ass? Is that I don't what recall saying? that part. It's not like a cartoon where they like. There's a point that you. No, just... I didn't have a stinger in mine either. I didn't have a. It, he took I had, it with I him. I had one in mine. You know, whenever I got stung, I used to have to get really? the stinger out. Yeah. Now, do they die after they sting you, or it is depends? That it depends. Urban that, like a uh, a honeybee will die. Let's just but pretend like the wasps, answer is yes. Wasps and hornets can st- <laughs> they can sting you multiple times. I mean, a bee is one thing. A hornet is the, a whole other thing because they'll hit you six times so fast your head will spin <gasps> oh, and they hurt. Wait, God. isn't that how the kid in, in what's that movie where he dies by all those bee stings? Oh, yeah, but he was allergic to bees. That uh, was his my problem. Girl. My, girl. my girl. That yes. was it. My girl. Wasn't it Macaulay um, Culkin? It yes. was Macaulay Culkin. Look at this. Oh, that's my camera. It's just this huge welt I oh, still have God. on my arm and it. Now it just itches like crazy. <laughs> now you look so, like somebody's Aunt Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> you hate that face. So is that why you had to go to the doctor? No, I I went to the lady doctor to discover that. Dear listener, please don't judge me. I, I care more about my family than I do about my own health. I have had my five-year IUD in for... No, do not say more than five years or I'm going to vomit. Vomit, vomit. Don't even think about telling me it's been in there. What are you trying to do to yourself? So, yeah. How so, many years? Wait, don't hey, tell people, me. Wait a minute. Hold on. People in the chat. Let's. <laughs> how many years do you think it's been in? I'm going seven. I'm going luck. Oh, 14. Amy says 14 Shut years. up, Amy. You bite your Amy tongue. thinks it got in there when Mallory was born and it's never come out. Is she right? No, she is not right. Oh, thank God. I say seven. I'm going with seven. Anybody else? I think eight. How many? It's been in for six years. Oh. I am approaching the full year past Get when it, it should have come out. out. I have new insurance, and I need to make sure insurance covers a new one, because if there is going to be a 45-year-old bitch who gets pregnant, it's going to be this bitch if I take that IUD out, and I am not having any more I children. I have like a panic sweat. The idea yeah, of I a, did, too. The so, idea of like a... The idea of an expired hormonal device in your vagina and uterus... You would think it, the doctor like, would say something about that. You know, do like, you know what that makes me think of? A tampon that you lost and then found like a year later. I don't that's what talk, I think that's of. Gross. This is gross as well. I, I agree. I'm forgetful. I, forgetful? And it, was, and it was kind of traumatic when it – it's not a fun activity. Listen, I know all about – this is why I never go to the dentist. Like, I mean, I go, but like I hate going. You go when you have to. And he's only putting something in your mouth. I have, you know what? I think that the majority of my current health problems are the ex- are the direct result of being traumatized by that pregnancy and healthcare providers from that pregnancy. Because, like, 
the second I gave birth to him, I just started mainlining Coca-Cola into my system because I couldn't have any sugar when I was pregnant with him. And like, I refused to go to the doctor after he was born. Like, I, oh, you might have high blood pressure. I don't care. Oh, well, you better be careful because sometimes I don't care. I'm not going back. Don't take my blood pressure. Don't try to put me on blood pressure medication. Definitely don't put me on any more diabetes medication. Fuck all of you. Goodbye. I didn't care if I dropped dead. I would oh not Oh, my God, Jessica. That's terrible. I, I definitely take care of my family. Don't report me to DCFS. But what please. about you, Melissa? Are you taking care of yourself? Like, what would happen to your family? I mean, who would torture your family if you were gone? Yeah. Okay. Well, what here's, here's what you want to hear me say. Stuart would replace me in a hot fucking second. I agree. I think he would bring a, <laughs> I think he would bring a date to the funeral. He wouldn't need to because I'd be his date. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm serious. He he has plans already. He said, what, six weeks? No, 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 six months. And I'm like, stop being such a dick. Give me like a solid two years of mourning. Two and not- years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, two years. You've got to be kidding me. And he said two years till I can marry. I'm like, oh, my God, listen to you. Let's make a list. Who do you want to date? Let's see if I approve. Listen, I'm telling you the flat line on the screen wouldn't even make it to the end before he was putting on dating apps on his phone. Jess, you're on the list. Yes. Jess, you're definitely on the list. Yeah. So so I'm what- not even opposed to bouncing back and forth between Stu and Scott. I'll just go live with Stu for a while. Maybe they might be. And then I'll come home you to Scott. Maybe and I'll go they would be. You guys... So as I'm at the doctor and she says to me, while I have you here and see that you are delayed on your IUD replacement, let's check and see the last time you had a mammogram. And all of a sudden I was like, hey, hey, I remember that. Like that had to have been last year, right? Was it? No. Have you ever had one? (laughs) Yes. Oh, thank God. But she would not let me I don't know what this means. Six weeks, please. That sloppy jackass would never recover. What does that mean? That means that Stuart wouldn't to get them. Mammograms? Because it's all it is is radiation. Amy was commenting that Stuart would not recover. It wouldn't take him six weeks to replace me. He would be a sniveling mess. Oh, stop. I'd like to think, but I think we all know better. Uh, Amy's just trying to console you. No, he's right. No, she's totally right. He would die. His pleasantness would just shrivel up and die. And that's the best part about him. You're forgetting that. Wait a minute. You're forgetting that Stuart looks at the bright side of everything. He does. He shits rainbows, John. Right. She's gone. That means there's another person out there for me. See? Yeah. No, yeah. there's not, though. It's that just hurts Melissa. my feelings. So the doctor said, while I have you here, let's yeah. do your mammogram now. Did you ever consider saying no? Do you ever say no when a doctor tells you to do something? Oh, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, she said y- you are overdue. And, and I still have that your IUDs in you a year longer than it should be in my head. So I'm like, whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. Swallow you what? You guilty right. bitch. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. So I had a mammogram today, too. And again, we've had this conversation <sighs> from the get-go. From I was, my entire I know. breastbone was You have to red. make out with the, you it have was- <laughs> to like make out with the thing. You do. It's the worst possible position. And to be honest, I don't have. There has got to be with technology a better solution. Wait a minute. What's happening? Mammogram or big bee sting? Pick. It is like an ironing board with a I'd rather lid. have a mammogram than a you bee You know what thing. it is, John? A mammogram is like being in a panini machine, but you have to hug it. You have to hug it really tight and close. 
And then just when it's so tight, you think you're going to die, she turns a knob to make it tighter. And then pushes you closer as if you could get any closer to it. And says, relax. Now no. you're like, ah, <laughs> she okay, says, I'm in. Relax your shoulders so now. And I'm you like, know- go fuck yourself. What do you yeah, mean, relax yeah, your Yeah, relax your fucking shoulders, bitch. You know a man invented that, right? Yeah, well. Of course. Well, sweet, sweet. <laughs> You notice we don't have one of them for our balls, right? Well, that's what Stuart asked me. We go for all of these tests. We go for this these evasive, let me check out your insides. But men, I mean, I guess eventually you have a two-finger prostate test, but that's Ooh, not enjoyable. Fuck. But that's two not fingers? on the regular. Yeah, What's, you got to really gotta feel it out. You got to two fingers up there? You got to really that's feel it That's why they have out. all that lube in that Is office. there two fingers? What's a guy going to do? Whistle? I mean, he's 60. If he hasn't had it, if he's almost 60, if he hasn't had it by now, he's not I don't it. think I've ever had someone stick two fingers in my ass. How would you know you're sticking so much shit up there? But a That was a good I'm not one. sticking anything in my ass. I'm just saying, I don't think I've ever had it where I've had a finger. I've had a finger. Not like, happy about oh, that. Oh, I don't want to. No more. So have you, Jessica. You've been there where the doctor's like... Two in the... My doctors never put anything in my ass. Other two in people the stink. have, but not <laughs> two my Two in the pink, one in the stink. That's a, that's a shocker. Or a redneck bowling ball. I would like to know why you don't just say no. So, like, I went to the dentist. I got a new dentist, and I went to the dentist, and I, I needed new x-rays. I wanted a cleaning. Fine. Then she says, um, I want to schedule you because this crown doesn't look right, and this one doesn't look like it was done right, and, you know, that'll be $700, please. And I was like, I know the scam. Fuck that shit. Do you think a mammogram is the same as no, a No, I'm not finished. Okay. She never is. <laughs> Last week... Scott brought home a giant bag of blow pops, blow pops, charms, blow pops with the gum. And I'm the type of girl that I don't feel like licking it all the way to the gum. I'm just a girl who can't say no. (laughs) Also true. So I bite into one and poof, off comes my crown. Wow, that lying bitch gent it. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I she know. was on and I had it, Yes, and then the next day he put it right back on and now it's fine and it cost me like 70 bucks. Not 700 because it was a different dentist. It was just was somebody different. that like It was the owner that put it back on. And I knew she was, I still think she was swindling me, but. Right, but I, she was right no. it came off. Just it was say on no funky. to unnecessary tests and shit. I didn't I didn't consider any of the tests or blow pops, John's right. I didn't consider any of the tests that I had today unnecessary. I, I considered them routine maintenance. When I bring my car in, it's routine maintenance. They checked I they checked all of my oils and levels today. They they did a an oil change and a level no, they didn't do an oil change. They but don't you check for lumps? You don't have to have radiation do it too every time. I have Stuart check for lumps. But then, then he gets giddy, and then, and then he gets distracted. Stuart's not doing a good job of checking for a <laughs> He's so easily distracted. The woman today, the two women today who checked me for lumps were not distracted. They were focused. They knew what they were doing. Focus, Stuart. Focus. <laughs> and, then, and then I said to her, I said, you know, this has to hurt me more than other people because I've got small boobs. And she goes, oh, no, you don't. We didn't even use the small boob tray on you. And she pulled out the small boob tray and said, your boobs are lovely. And I said, thank you. I know. I was like, it made it worth it. And yes, I would choose a mammogram over a bee sting any day because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, Monday – because four or five days later, I'm now itching this motherfucker like it's a it's a welt. I have like a little cellulitis thing going on there now, and it's itching. Oh. so yeah. So I would choose that. <sighs> so but so story. so I had all of my 
oils tested and everything done today. Everything smeared that needed to be smeared, like all the goods. And uh, we find out in, I don't know, seven to 10 days. Remember that waiting period? Remember that my tongue is burned and I can't wait and I need instant gratification? Well, here I am in the middle of waiting to hear that everything's fine and calling the insurance company to see if the new insurance company will pay for a new IUD. Why Fingers they? crossed. I, I, I don't know. They just need to order it, get it in. I said, could you just take it out now and I'll come back to have another one put in? And she don't said- Don't you have to give it some breathing room anyway? She, no. She said, what? no, it's a one-two punch. You'll never come back. You one to take punch? it out. She Why said, did you say punch when you're talking about my vagina? And I'm switching IUDs. Like Tom's shoes, she told me, we're using a new IUD that if- you, Tom's you, shoes? Yep. You know how Tom's, you buy a pair and they give a pair to somebody in Africa? This so you IUD- get one and an African gets one? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's kind of nice. I thought so. I thought I was Good. a big fan of that. I definitely want to hear that somebody else has birth control because of me because the world and women's reproductive systems that's is not, going please. to shit. That's all I had to say. I heard a story on a podcast that was so horrific about an IUD, and I I want to tell it, but I'm afraid to tell it right now because I'm afraid Missy won't go back. Oh, I'll go. She'll go back. I want an IUD too. I have an IUD. I want an IUD. I will have disaster before I'll have another fucking kid. I'll tell you that right (laughs) now. So the girl that that does this, she's in her mid twenties, and she does a podcast. I'll give it a shout out. It's called uh, "This Could Get Awkward," and she's talking about how I like that name, right? She was talking about how they had the IUD in there, and then the doctor. Oh, no, this was, I'm sorry, this is a different podcast. The name of the podcast was Secular Soup, and the woman had this in there, and the doctor was trying to get it out, and he couldn't get it out, so he put his foot on the chair, grabbed the string, and yanked so hard, she heard it tear out of her. Oh, my God. And I said, I would have got up, and I would have punched him as hard as I could right in the face. Oh, my God. So, John, when I'm nervous like that in a in a doctor's office, I do shtick. I know you're going to find that really hard to believe. I do, too. And it's, oh, it's wholly uncomfortable. Like when before I delivered, the obstetrician like reamed my cervix. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like in Fletch, are you using the full fist there, buddy? <laughs> I told him, I think you lost your Rolex and I'll get it for you on delivery. Like, I, I don't know what I would say if somebody had to get leverage by putting his foot against the chair and... Yeah. That's horrifying. It's the tearing that gets me, though. She heard the tearing of it as it came out because he couldn't get it out right. I'm going to put in e- AirPods so I won't hear anything. How's that? Is that a good compromise? I don't know. I mean, I mean that was, it's horrible. I can't. And again, you ladies, whew, what you do not to get pregnant. My. I would do anything. <laughs> what are right. you talking about? I would, well, yeah, think about what Jessica did anything. to get pregnant. Right. We, it goes both ways. What she did to get pregnant, what I would do not to get pregnant. Yeah. That's I did amazing. a lot for both. Yeah, I would definitely need a lot more naps and accept a lot more judgment if uh, if that happened to me. It would be the worst. Oh that's the God. worst. Hmm. That would just yeah, be awful. I, I couldn't do it. But thanks for that encourage those encouraging words. When I talk to Cigna tomorrow to get my coverage and see what they'll do, I'll make a third appointment for this doctor to go in. And I, I know that it's it's gross putting something inside your like. Some people have chin implants. I think there's a piece of plastic in your body for the rest of your life. You know, they tell you you have to change these things out. I don't know. Breast implants, they do the same thing. They jam them bags in there. and Right. But don't you have to go after like 15 years for a new set? Or I just don't think a... so. Not the, what really? Do I you know? think it's forever? 
I, again, I, I'm not 100% Unless they sure. pop, I thought it was forever. Yeah, that's oh. what I think. I, don't I think, think they, they disintegrate. Really? You think it's forever? They're it's plastic. Mostly. Plastic don't disintegrate, right? What do I, I know? I don't know. So right. speaking of insurance, I was in, I, I had a new experience this week in Texas where an insurance company had to call me because I was in an accident. I like to Uber. call it an incident, but yes, they call it an accident. That's what happened? Right. It was really an incident. So I, well... I'll just set up the story by saying that there was a She Podcast meetup where I had three drinks. <laughs> Wait, did it end with you falling on your face on the sidewalk? No. Okay, I got it this in is Uber an and went across town <laughs> to see my friend Megan, and we ate tacos at this place, El Mercado, where I was sloppy enough to spill taco beef on my tits and made it look like my like someone had diarrhea on my chest. So it was, nice. a, it was an accident. It was a taco accident that you got called for. No. No. Oh. Then I got back in an Uber. He was a delightful man. This is after I had a margarita the size of a fishbowl while with these mm. tacos. Was the margarita in the Uber with you? No, I drank it and then I'm got I'm just trying to figure Uber. out what that has to do with the story. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, well, She's drunk I'm and getting there. Drunk I'm a little and drunk. I'm a little, just a little loose. And um, I get in the car and we have a lovely conversation. He's like a really nice guy. And we get to the hotel. And I'm about to get out. And I should, you know, really, I you should always get out on the side where the freaking door is. But I was sitting, you know, I always get in on the side I get in. I don't think about where the door is going to be. So, like, I was sitting right behind the driver instead of on the side where the door might be, which is, oh, the, you know, the right side. I got I it. I see Go where ahead. this is going. So, I'm like, thank you so much. This is, like, such an interesting ride. You're the best. Open, just all I did was hit the handle and elbow. And I... And the door scratched the living shit out of a Mercedes Benz. Nice. I mean, oh. Luckily, the other car was an Uber driver as well. And it turns out that they have, like, crazy amounts of insurance. So, like, the Uber covers all of it, especially if it's, like, not one of their driver's fault, but a schmuck like me. So but yet Uber the next on day, Uber crime. It is Uber on Uber crime. It wasn't, though, because he didn't do anything. It wasn't. They called it an accident, but like, is that really an accident? Like, an our car wasn't moving, and his car, you know, he could have waited five seconds for me to get out of the fucking car before he tried to sneak by. Because if you're that close, my friend was like, if he's that close. Was there damage? Horrible damage to yeah. that door. Then it's an right? accident. So, I, so the next day, progressive calls, and they're like, we heard you were in an accident while you were remover. Before we get to the details, I just want to know, are you okay? And I was like, I'm good. Wait till you hear what happened. Are you okay? I just want to make sure is everyone okay. No one was hurt. And I'm like, no one's hurt. But isn't it on the? It's not on your insurance. It's on the Uber. No, 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 no. Okay, they good. just want. They just needed the details of what happened. Right. And they, wanted they wanted to make wanted... sure that our stories corroborate. Right, because nobody trusts an Uber driver and what they say. So you need somebody else to Which back you up. Which is a shame because I mean, who else is going to say that dumb bitch opened the fucking door? Okay. You know what Uber guys do? This is what Uber guys were doing, and they had to put a stop to it. They would say that you uh, threw up in their car. And then they would say that they had to clean it up. And, and Uber charges the person that was in the car a cleaning fee of like 125 hours. So these And so these Uber people were doing this. And then people didn't realize it was on their credit card. Oh, wow. So they That's were getting... fucked up. Yeah, so like, exactly. I didn't know that Uber went on... Like, you know how you rate the Uber drivers? Well, they rate you as well. Right. Did you get a one star? I've never... Not only have I never gotten a one star rating, but my rating was like 4.96 out of 5. Not anymore. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, I wonder if it went down. And the guy was like, oh, no. I think that's a safe bet. <laughs> oh, no. Well, anyway, it doesn't look. 
when I was told this, I was really sad because I was like, well, what did I get dinged on? How come I don't have a 5.0? And he uh. said, well, the only way that you could get, you know, he, he said, no, I still have 4.96. The only reason you would get dinged on something would be if, like, the Uber driver went to pick you up and you weren't there or, like, like one time I called – I mean, I don't, I remember one specific time this happening, but it could have happened a couple of times where, like, I called an Uber. I was at a wedding with my kids, and, like, Emily wanted to go to her friends or whatever, and I called an Uber so she could go somewhere else. And so they think they're picking me up, but they're picking her up, so they could have dinged me on that. Oh. But for the most part, but, but the rating helps you because if you have that rating, they put you with drivers that only have a 4.9 or above. So that oh. means that, like, I get, I always get the nicest drivers. They've never been in an accident. They've had a thousand five star rating drivers. Well, that let's be guy. honest. If this guy didn't have you in the back of his car, he'd still never been in an accident. Right. And he really wasn't. You were. Mm hmm. You screwed him. It was his car, though, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I felt terrible because he was so nice. You know what else happened this week that was really, really, really nice? What? Um, Jess, do you remember who spoke at your graduation? <laughs> no. I had Tom Clancy, I think. Who the fuck speak. is that? He's an author. Okay. Didn't he do like clear and present? He's, he's a super. Yeah, he writes spy novels and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he's a great author. He gave a great speech. It was terrific. But there's a um, billionaire named Robert F. Smith. Billionaire with a B once again, um, who spoke at Morehouse College at their graduation this year. And it's a, it's in Atlanta. It's a very small um predominantly black all-male college and during his speech as he's speaking to the next generation of insight and discovery and all these these recent graduates he decided with his with his billions of dollars five billion he's a five billionaire to clear out all of the student debt that was sitting in front of him get out of town and I was blown away. There are 400 students graduating, and he said he would pay off all of their student debt. Wait, this is like right out of Michael Scott. How much would that be? It's $40 million. Holy yes, but Jessica, Moses. it's real. This is a real human and not on TV. Okay. He took these 396 graduates and said, I'm so proud of where you are and what you've done to get here. I want you to start at zero, not at negative whatever with your student loans. I, I, my family and I, we're going to cover that for you. And I was blown away because, and he said, and I know in your life, you will somehow pay it forward. Did you? Did they? Did I? They just got they just graduated this weekend, and they just got their their slate wiped clean. And I thought that was just so amazing. That's really amazing. Wow. I can't imagine. I mean, I did graduate with no debt because, you know. Your mother and father. I told you, I live a good life. Pay attention, mm-hmm. folks. Right. Um, but, you know, I didn't go to medical school, and I didn't go to law school, and I did pay for grad school myself. But I don't know why I'm rationalizing any of this. It's amazing what this guy <laughs> did. And I, I'm... Not like you took a nap. I didn't. I tried, but a bee wouldn't let me. <laughs> bee stopped me. And now it itches Fucking again. bee. It all comes back to the fucking bee. That motherfucker. Um, who, if you could pick your commencement speaker, who would you pick to speak at your graduation, Madonna. John? Louis C.K. Really? <laughs> Ugh, why? Why do you do this? Because that's who I want. I want that's Louis C.K. That's not who you want. I, I, why would you tell me who I want? I just I know told not. you who I wanted. 
I want Louis C.K. to give the, the graduation commencement speech. You know, it would be nice if for once you actually said someone that would be worthy of a commencement speech that I you think would want to see. he is very worthy. Who he does else not, knows about don't him? Don't sit there and act like he fucking you asked, inspires I you because Louis he shows his dick to people who don't want to see it. So, John, what do you think he would say that's inspirational at the graduation, the beginning of the rest of these kids' lives that he has that's worthy of I would say that? that he would tell them to be careful about what they do because your actions have consequences and it could cost you millions and millions of dollars. And I know you people think that I'm kidding around, but I actually would love to see Louis C.K. give a – I think he is the George Carlin of this generation. And even though he had a, I don't know, crazy personal life. I mean, why not pick Michael life, Jackson or the guy who he's abducted dead, that little number girl one. in plain sight twice? Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's dig it. up my, Michael Jackson and prop him up there and see what he says. He's another despicable human being. Like, well, why, he's dead. Why are you only picking from... I you know, pick, why do you want to pick I, one of the most... Ask hey, me, I told you. This is you know exactly what, what I'm talking about. How about you do a double teamer with him you and know what? Weinstein. How about you ask me a question, I answer it, and you accept my answer. This is what I'm talking I, about with all the... I accept you, your answer, but I want you to clarify. How about That's someone who's exactly who a, I wanted to have, Louis no, C.K. It's the first name that came into my head, Louis C.K. That's who I wanted to do. you admire him so much. I think he's a great stand-up comic. I think he has an amazing comedic mind. Are you going to do more stand-up, John? I don't know. You talked earlier about letting go or focusing your talents elsewhere. No, I just think this is what happens. I get into these where you try to help out. And so someone goes into a Facebook group for, about podcasting and says, Is Facebook Live a podcast? Which it's not. A podcast has to have an RSS feed, and you have to be able to subscribe to it and download it. It's a, it's a whole thing. You know what not isn't a, a, a podcast, a YouTube video, a Facebook Live video? They're not. So what I said is, no, you have to be able to download it, and you know this way you right. can be notified when it's there. And some dingbat comes in and says, Facebook notifies you when there's a live video? And I, everything in my being wanted to call her the C word, and I was like, you know what? No. I'm not. I'm going to shake my head. I'm going to just sigh and say, you need an RSS feed. With that, the original nitwit comes in and says, what's an RSS feed? And I just typed in school of podcasting slash teach me how to podcast and send them to somebody else. You know what? When you go on to Facebook and you make a comment, there should be a rating system on your comments like there is in Uber. <laughs> if you're a dope, you get one star. If you're intelligent, you get four. This guy wouldn't even have got a star. If you want that, you go to Reddit. That's why you're supposed Reddit? to up and down vote. Reddit is the, Reddit's worse than Twitter. Have you ever been on Reddit? But can't you up and down vote when people comment on Reddit? I don't even know. I you could you also can. find out if your parents are illegally videotaping you in the bathroom. Ooh, good mm, point. See? If you know what? Legal. These hurt my fucking ears. Does anyone else have a problem with these little AirPods? Like, they hurt. They're not comfortable at all. What happened to your headphones? Where are your... I don't know. They're around here somewhere. I think I need a new... They're here. I just need a new battery for them. Headphones don't have batteries? Yeah, they do. Oh, you use the wireless ones? You still haven't learned? No, I don't. Wait a minute. What? They're plug in the, and have the, batteries? Yeah, because the noise canceling part of it doesn't have is battery it's noise operated. Noise canceling is battery operated, See? right? Yeah. But if you don't put the batteries in and turn on a noise, do they still work as headphones? They don't. No, it won't turn on. No. Hey, they guys. are noise canceling or nothing. Oh, I'm giving her one star. 
Also this week on the news, I saw that Arnold Schwarzenegger was doing a um, a benefit. It was a uh, fitness. It was a benefit. It was an opportunity to shake hands and to be mm-hmm. out and about with people. And yeah. he kind of got attacked. Kind of. The guy ran, jumped up, and flying back kicked him in the back and pushed him forward. And Arnold didn't even get hurt. If he'd have done that to me, I'd still be in a hospital. You'd still be laying down prone I'm with your you, arms I, flailing back and forth. I can't believe he didn't break his back. He's Arnold 70 what? Jessica, how old's Arnold? Quick. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like 73? I don't know. You don't want to Google that? You I will. Google. Hold on. Use the Google. So he got kicked in the back, and it just jost- he said it just jostled me a little. I didn't realize someone kicked me. I just thought, you know. He thought he got stung by a bee. 71. He's 71 years old. He did not think he got stung. No, he would have hurt more if he got stung by a bee than karate chopped in the back or flying <laughs> flying ninja kicked in the back. Who does that? And then asked that kid, that person said, buy me a Lamborghini. Well, right, have you buddy. guys ever taken a look at all of Arnold's children? Oh, you mean the one that looks, the, the one that was with the maid that looks just there's like him? There's a lovely one named Joe. He's kind of cute. And then there's Catherine who's dating, what's that's his tri- name? That's Shriver DNA. Yeah, it's Kennedy DNA you're talking about. Then there's Patrick who looks exactly like Arnold. Yep. Then there's Christina who is 27. Uh, she was born in 1991. And then there's Christopher. I don't know if you guys have seen Christopher, but I want you to Google Christopher Schwarzenegger and look at this face. Look at the face staring back at you. Is he the one with the? Uh, He's a meathead. The one with but the like domestic mostly help? meat. No, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is the guy, the kid, is like a brick shit house. Basically, he's like a brick shit house. He kind of looks like Maria. I mean, he looks like a good mix of both, I guess. But he also kind of. I looks must have like, an old article. He looks cute to me. He's young, isn't he? He also kind of looks like yeah, but there's just this one picture of him looking into, I guess, the camera, like he's. He's like a drooling, like, criminal, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Could you say that? Uh, How can I say that? Look at him. Honey, this kid right here. Oops, where's the camera? That kid? I'm going to show you. Okay, so there's another son in there. If you go there, it's Joseph Bania. Joseph Bania. Yeah, that's his first son. I don't understand that one. No, no. Joseph Bania is the one who's the mother is the maid. And that kid looks like. Oh, yeah. He looks like a tan Arnold. The other kid, his, which is, they're just about the same age. Oh, I'm sure Maria loves that. He's a little on the pudgy side. He's like this in the, he's like this on the picture. <laughs> What'd he get caught doing? Oh yeah, Christopher, the- I see him. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. No. I'm sorry, dear listener, that this is completely a visual. It was not on sorry. deck for today. Um, this was sorry. an audible that Jessica called, but it's worth taking a look at the Schwarzenegger kids. Some of them are delightful, keeping in mind that they're part Kennedy, which uh, Sam and Lisa, that you said that that was our... Yeah, they're, they're our royal family, except that so. they're dead. The, yeah, the ones that were I, leaders. I think I was offended by that the first time. Oh, now you're offended. <laughs> I'm really not offended by anything other than bee stings, fuckers. All right. John said he went to uh, his usual drive-thru today. Not usual. I went to Chick-fil-A. I went to the Jesus Chicken because I'm trying to eat healthier. So I was going to get a grilled chicken sandwich. It was, I forget, I don't know what time it was, but so I'm sitting in line. Sucks. There's nothing healthy about Chick-fil-A. No, it might be, but their food just There's sucks. nothing healthy about it. It's 
it's lubricate. Everything's lubricated in butter and fat, and it, there's nothing healthy about it. it but if, if you're saying it's a better choice, okay. Anyhow, so that's not part of the story. So I'm there. That's I get up. I'm getting ready to get up that thing. There's a car in front of me, and then I'm the next one. He's up there, and all of a sudden, because I have the window down, I hear, "We're sorry. We're closed. Please come back tomorrow." I'm sorry. We're closed. Please come back tomorrow. So the guys, I hear the guy, you got to be kidding me. So he starts trying to yell, hey, listen, can't we just, I've been waiting all this time. He's yelling at a computer. (laughs) Right. We're sorry. And it won't, and he's, the more he's getting, he's getting mad. So he starts to pull away and I go to pull out because there's no sense. I'm I'm not arguing with them. I'm not going to argue with them. Right. I start to pull out. All of a sudden he slams his brakes on and he puts his reverse thing in. And in Chick-fil-A, they have markers. You just can't get out. You have to follow the people out. So. I'm stuck, so I back up, and he starts yelling at the thing again, right? And it's and, and the more he the more he's getting mad and mad, and the thing keeps saying, "We're sorry, we're closed. Please come back tomorrow." John, like, was the was the store open and just? Well, everybody in front of us were getting their food, but we just have they didn't have anybody come out, which is so unlike Chick Fil A. They're so customer oriented. They're so my pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. I can't believe they did that. So then I just pulled. You know, finally I said, "Hey, dude." Give it up, will you? You're not getting your whatever you're getting. And then he pulled out a gun. Go to McDonald's. So then he pulls out and I pull out. But I'm just trying to, you know, all that venom because he couldn't get his waffle fries and Jesus chicken. People are insane about Chick-fil-A and I don't understand it because I think it tastes like direct. The only thing that I really like, I do like their grilled chicken sandwich that they have there. And I always say, can I please have my waffle fries well done? And then I like it. Do they do fries. that? They make waffle fries well done? That's a I thing. Ask. Sometimes thing. I get them, sometimes I don't. Do you think do you have gotten them though? I was going to say mm-hmm. do you think they laugh at you when you special request no, uh standardized no. food in a different way? I don't know. They I, I got a, a large one and I'm telling you they were nice and crispy and they were well done so I liked them. But yeah, so people lose their shit. And uh I thought I was just like remember when aggravation used to just be a game? But not anymore. It's everywhere. It's uh, when you try to take a nap and a bee stings you or yeah. when you can't get your Jesus chicken or yeah. when you take and open up a door uh, and uh, destroy Scrape a Mercedes. Up a Mercedes. Or when yeah. you ask someone what if they want a commencement speaker and they tell you a fucking penis showing criminal. Fabulous stand up comedian. Jess, you mm-hmm. said Madonna. You think her story is super inspirational? I just think she would be a good commencement speaker because she's so dramatic. Well, her story is inspirational. Like Howard Stern interviewed her and she was, it was a fantastic interview. She's fascinating, but also she knows the art of how to be fascinating. But then also she's like a full on egotistical drama queen. And I just think that would make a good commencement speaker. Mostly I was just. I got to tell you something. I'm I'm just about off the Howard Stern bandwagon. I got to tell you why. He was on The View the other day. Yeah, I saw it. All right. And he's sitting there. Do you remember? I I guess you guys don't remember this. But there was a time when he had a a pay-per-view special where he. Was Bongo? in blackface. He was in blackface with a Ted Danza wing on, and he had the guy from the Jeffersons. What's that guy's name? Sherman Hemsley, yeah. dressed up in dreads, and his Whoopi Goldberg. Because it was the I time not where remember that at all when when Ted Danza did a roast with Whoopi, and yeah, he went he in went blackface. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. So Howard did this thing, and I was them. like, right, and and there's Whoopi staring at Howard after he. Did that whole blackface thing. Nothing sticks to Howard. Nothing. That was like 36 years I ago. I mean, he probably doesn't even... She Does she even remember that? She I does. I think know. they've talked about the evolution of Howard. He's He was on there because he's got a new he's book out. He's a totally different person now. Which anyway. was one of but my does that, mother's... Is that thing. okay? When does that... 
I'll be honest with you, back then it wasn't like that big of a deal. But now, I mean, you, you can't go back. Once you've done that, they, they, they crucify you. Do you think that now he would also come down from the ceiling in a costume with his butt cheeks cut out of it? I mean, that's his no, he's the too fart old man for that. thing. He's done with fart man. He yeah. was too old for that then, dude. That was not a pretty tushy. Howard, it's time. Retire. Please. That was not a pretty It is. Thing. It's just retire, Howard. You're done. All right. Speaking you haven't of retiring, been relevant. And, you haven't been relevant. Up, wrapping it up, flipping Flip it, it, and rubbing it, rubbing it down. Oh, no. Oh, yes. It is time. Hey, dear listener, thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us for an hour. And uh, Jess, where can yes. they find us? They can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Listen Brilliant. They can also find our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. And again, if you don't like this, unpolished version we get it we we polish the knob and we we get it out for your pleasure on thursdays speaking french uh on spotify google play and itunes so yes it will be edited john will be editing it because you can't stand not to get credit for five fucking seconds like and, the uh, master that he is he will edit our talk over and make it sound like buttery magic like chick-fil-a thank you guys so much for joining us tonight peace out home slices bye